Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM Fantasy Football Podcast. This is episode 31 of this amazing podcast. I am your host, as always, Anthony Maldonado, joined, thankfully, by our two co-hosts, Mr. Brandon Murphy. How's it going tonight? God darn football happened this weekend. That's how it's going. I would not happy about it, but it fucking happened. Yeah. I choose to not believe. Uh, and then, uh, by the grace of God himself, we have Taylor Strick, who uh, was almost back in the Stone Ages with computer issues. But uh, he's here. We have to hear him talk. So here he is. How are you doing, Taylor? Uh, I'm here. I feel like balls, and it took an hour to get set up. So thank you both for your patience. Okay. And now I'm going to mute you for the rest of the podcast just to... Yeah, you know, one more fuck you. Um, all right, let's go best and worst. Real, real quick, story for the weekend or of the weekend. Um, I drove 658 miles Friday and Saturday. Went to my wife's hometown to watch a high school football playoff game, which my nephew was playing in. He lost. His last game, he was a senior. Oh. Then we drove back on Saturday, got back Saturday night because we had stuff to do on Sunday. So I didn't get to relax or watch any football, college, or pros. Um, so <laughs> that's how the weekend went for me. Um, so I actually don't have like a best or worst thing. Um, so the, the best thing that I saw, though, and I guess we can start with best thing. I, w- I got to watch maybe three minutes of the Monday night game. Um, was that the – what was the – I don't even remember what the Monday night game was. Um, that was the the Buffalo game, right? Oh, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Bill's okay. Broncos. So Denver. I got to watch yeah. the one play where James Cook was running, got the ball stripped from him. Yes. It bounced perfectly on the ground. And then he caught the bounce and then ran for, like, another 15, 20 yards. Yeah, and I thought, was, that was, was freaking cool. And that was about the extent of the football I got to watch this weekend. On, a side, on another side note, I played in a cornhole tournament, which I'm terrible at. But because of my partner, we made it to, like, top six. So I ended up playing, like, ten games of cornhole on Sunday, um, which is a lot, I found out. So, um, for anyway. the Texan sake, keep playing cornhole on Sundays. For the Ravens' sake, cut that shit out. <laughs> you know what? I would, but I'm. I, I guess I'm more of a washer guy. You know what? Turns out I suck at both, so it doesn't matter. Um, all right, uh, Taylor. He feels like balls, and his computer sucks. So his best thing is that he beat me, and we all know it. Um, so Obviously. Murph, we're gonna run into your best thing. What was what was uh, what was your? You were probably one of the ones that actually watched football. I did. I, I stayed in bed all day and watched uh, watched as much as I could. Oh, I'm so <laughs> jealous of and, that, Taylor. How does even, that sound? I mean, it was. <laughs> what what is that? To stay in bed all day and watch football. <laughs> it was something. Oh. Um, but no, even though my team came out on the uh, losing end of one of the record-breaking six. Game-winning field goals as time expired. Um, on, I think I think that includes includes the Monday night game, but um, yeah, it was the I mean the the first the first window of games on red zone and and even with the with the two other games on it was it was it was awesome to see all the uh, all the win- game-winning kicks and I mean all it seemed like every one of them it was a, it was an awesome drive or something crazy that led up to even being in position to make one of those game winners but I know we don't uh, at least we don't like to give kickers their due for fantasy around here but they were really uh-huh. showing out in the NFL this week no we yeah I mean do you, do you remember what the ad was last week oh yeah um, I do have one <laughs> one other uh, thing I can't even remember his first name the Giants DeVito quarterback DeVito Tommy like, Tommy Tommy of course it is Tommy DeVito they showed his family in the stands and they look they look like that typical New Jersey DeVito family like I heard his mom still makes his bed 
Because he lives at home, and he's like, well, yeah, she that's what she wants to do. She likes to know. They showed them, though, dad, no neck, looking like he's a member of Sopranos freaking crew. <laughs> but I love that they cut, they cut to the, uh, when the Giants, one of the Giants' third downs, they cut to his dad, and he goes, that's your fucking third and six play? <laughs> and he just questioning Dayball. So I had to I had to throw the DeVito clan out there, even though the Giants got their asses whipped. Yeah, well, I wish the defense would have done a little bit more, but, you know, whatever. Um, all right, well, let's work. Murph, roll into our to the worst thing. What what did you think sucked about football this past weekend? Well, I mean, it's kind of – it, it didn't happen until uh, yesterday, but the Vikings – or not the Vikings, the Bills letting go of their offensive coordinator when – I mean, yes – it, it's not like that's why they lost the game, but you run 12 men, you have 12 men on the, out on the field and get them a chance to re-kick the game-winning kick, lose the game on that. But they were, I think they were top five in yards per play, um, red zone efficiency, some some very like super key offensive stats that like even the even the analytics folks love. And they, then they let go of their offensive coordinator. I'm just and and they replaced him with Joe Brady, who I think the last time we saw him was in Carolina. And there, I mean, I think his last three stops I saw are all like super subpar offenses. So, you know, good luck to the Bills. Yeah, what's their head coach? Um, McDermott, Sean McDermott. He was so. I mean, he's a defensive so great, guy. But, they still have a good team, but yeah, he's. It's getting to be one of those like, oh, this is another really, really good team that's just going to lose their head coach because, you know, I, I don't get it. I, man. I think their window, I don't know. There's something, there's there's something foul with that team. Stephon Diggs, Josh and Allen. Uh, and jo- I mean, they're just not, they're just not gelling. Josh yeah. Allen looks like you know the couple years after he was drafted. I mean, he like, he has as many turnovers as like people like Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. That's, yeah, that's yeah, not ideal. Speaking of Mac Jones, I just saw this one added in there, Taylor, another, another Germany game from Frankfurt. That wasn't a German accent. Anyway, yeah. um, that was the week before you get a hey, chiefs and, and dolphins high scoring offenses. And it, it was, it was all right, I guess. This week it's like okay, Colts and Patriots go and get them. <laughs> yeah, but what's dumb is they jumped out of the gate. They got a touchdown in the opening drive, and then Colts whoever got the ball back got a field goal in the open drive. And I was like, all right, at least something. It's eight in the morning. I'm awake, so I'm like, all right, at least something, something good to watch. And they got six more points the rest of the game. It was atrocious football, but not even like for bad. fantasy. Yeah, when it was Pitt, I had Pittman, you had Douglas. It was kind of cool. They were going tit for tat. That, that was the only. I was going to say that that was the only thing was at the end of that game and before the noon games. I was like, okay, Douglas only is a point behind Pittman. I feel pretty good right now. The, yeah, exactly. So yeah, at least and we then, had and then rest of matchups. Anyway, I will um, say one thing for the the early games, like the London and Germany games, being poor games. I don't want to wake up that early and have to turn tune into a barn burner. <laughs> like I, I want to, I want to piddle around, you know, maybe uh, handle my morning duties, and then uh, and and just be able to come in and out of the game. I don't need it to be some like one for the ages at eight thirty in the morning. Just be thankful we're not on the west coast. That game would be at like I, what six in the morning. Six. I would set my alarm and I'd sleep through it. I, I mean, I wouldn't even. There'd be no, there'd be no chance. Um. Anyway, uh. And then the last thing we're just gonna touch on it real quick because I know it's it's rolling around out there in the league. We want to bring it up. I know Taylor definitely wants to bring it up, but well, Taylor, why don't you just go ahead? Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not. Want to bring it up? But elephant in the room. Um. Josh's message today. I'm sure everybody saw it. Um. But apparently, when we went to sleeper. There's a setting that they offer that ESPN doesn't offer where you can drop bench players who have already played a game. 
So traditionally, once once a player started, there's absolutely no moving, no dropping, no picking up, no anything. This is only relevant because little Dan, and no fault for little Dan, he just pushed a button and it worked, but he was able to drop one of his bench players, grab up Latavius Murray, who played on Monday night, and come back and secure the win against Josh. So it's shitty situation. But the, the rules that were in place, uh, I feel bad for Josh. I think it's a stupid rule that we're 100% need to throw out. Yeah. Um, I think if the rule is, is touched on, it'll be in the offseason because this rule has been in place for the past two years, and Lil Dan is not the first one to use it. He's not the first one yeah. to use it this year. Um, it just so happened to, you know, be the outcome of this matchup. But um, – yeah, I guess my stance on it, I have no strong feeling one way or another on the rule. If we get rid of it, it's cool. I don't I don't really care. If we keep it, cool. There's some strategy to it. Also don't really care. Um, but for this year, it's already in place, so I feel like it's one of those things we just got to wait till the off season to get rid of it. And that's my stance on it. Yeah. I feel like it just makes things easier. Yeah. Like you, you got to plan ahead. You got to have that line upset because you know, shit, twelve o'clock, almost everything is going to be locked. And then if that doesn't have to happen, I guess now we all know, so we can adapt our game for the next at least six weeks. But I yeah, still but think the, it's, it, it's it's pretty rare that you would actually definitely, get to use it. Yeah, to it's a, it's rare a to be significant relevant. advantage. Exactly. It's a yeah. simpler it's a simpler way to strategize by having it where all your players lock. And I agree with Anthony that, you know, we let it ride this year. That'd be, you know, the, the the couple people or however many people have taken advantage of it to this point, it would be unfair to not let the rest of the group, now that we brought it to the attention, you know, have that same advantage for at least the rest of the season. And then maybe if, you know, people do use it, they will have more of an opinion on it. Because like Anthony was saying, I really don't have a feeling either way. I think it... As y'all know, you know, I don't mind making things, like, more complex and having to make tougher decisions, you know. You what? Yeah. So that's kind of where I feel on it. Same as Anthony. Like, I'm I'm, I'm cool with ending it after the year, but I do think it needs to go uh, at least let it run this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if, if I were in Josh's shoes, I'd be – I mean, I'd be ticked as well. But oh, I, I, I also knew that the rule was there. So it, it would have been one of those, well, he actually – used it to his advantage you know like you could be, you, you have every right to be pissed josh but i mean yeah. the rule is there so dan didn't break any rules yeah i'm bummed i'm bummed whenever anybody uses anything to their advantage to beat me but i do get yeah like playing better when players it's something i don't know <laughs> why about. would y'all do that stop doing that and just let me win anyway um that's that's a perfect segue roll into our first matchup murph you get to talk about said matchup little dan Taken down, this team has has downs one thirty three to one twenty three. Yeah, so like uh, Anthony said, this team has downs going down to Little Dan one twenty three to Little Dan's one thirty three. Yeah, and uh, Dan, you know, Dan rolling out with Dak Prescott putting up almost forty. I mean, because the rest of his team didn't really give a stellar effort other than the Forty ers putting up twenty two. But Josh only had Purdy and Gibbs put up over 20 points. And just, you know, I mean, he had kind of the same lackluster performance. But outside of, I mean, Dan put up four, Dak Dak Prescott put up 40. Brock Purdy only put up 23. And, you know, Jameer Gibbs put up 24. But Dan kind of washed that with the Niners defense putting up 22. So, you know. I mean, let's not. uh, David took down Goliath. These were two of the highest-scoring teams. Yeah, I feel like you're being too week, down on you know, Josh. I mean, they were at least in the top three in scoring. So. Oh, no, I I know. That's what I mean. I, I said lackluster performance. It's like they both had players that, you know, didn't really perform. Like Josh had Marquise Brown only put up three points. Sam Laporta, six. But Dan's low numbers, you know, Dalton Schultz with nine. And then uh, Brees Hall with nine. So that's kind of – or. Juju Smith-Schuster, I I thought it was 14, but yeah, Dan uh, had Juju only put up 1.4. But, you know, 
like I say, Dan balanced it out with 22 points from his defense and 38 from from Dak. You can't. I yeah, Dak is thirty-eight. Dak's been on a tear. Yeah, he is. And Josh didn't really have any. I mean, Gibbs is the Gibbs is the only one that's a really stellar performance uh, with twenty-four from the running back spot. And Purdy, yeah, that's a stellar for Brock Purdy. You know, 20, uh, 24 points, but it's just he didn't have quite enough to get it done. Yeah, I we, mean, he still all, lost by ten. We all thought Josh was going to win. Yeah. So can we talk about this tight end situation though? With and little Dan, we Dan can has three. Why don't we save it till the for the preview? But okay. yes, I I see. The I question see. is choice on this one. Like why start the one he did, or why have three of them? Why is well, well the three? But why is Kittle not starting with this twenty points like for three? Because he weeks? thought I would trade a McCaffrey for him. No, I don't know why. <laughs> Interesting choices, Dan. Hey, apparently they worked. It fucking worked, yeah. Um, (laughs) All right, Taylor, you get the next one. Chase is on the case, taking down hard R, 97 to 91. So I would call this one an upset when you've got the current 8 seed taking down the number 2 seed. But based on our predictions, we all kind of called it. We knew where this was headed. Um, Cody had his two best weapons on by with – Tariq Hill and Kelsey, which is apparently his whole team. Because other than that, his team... Camara, but that's it. Yeah, I was saying his team... I mean, they didn't do horrendous, just some of them suck. Um, but without those two, Chase didn't have to do much to beat him. I mean, 97 to 91, it was pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Chase had big weeks for Montgomery with 18, Jamar Chase with 20. Um, Jahan Dotson. Which that'll come up later with our waiver wires, but zero points and he paid money for that. That hurts. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins with a disappointing game for Cody, and Zach Moss finally, finally doing what One we thought carry. he would do. I'm it, I'm it amazed either of these teams got to ninety. Right. Yeah. It's just this is a yeah this box score is not, not ideal. Yeah, well, you got. Chase, I mean, yeah, like Chase's team putting putting up a zero, a two, a point six, and then Cody's team putting up a point two, a one point six, a four point two, nice, a two, a, and then a six. Like these, I can't believe these teams even got the nineties. But yeah, that's rough. But like Taylor said, we all picked Chase. We all thought it would happen because Cody didn't have his team. So uh, we'll see what happens next week. So I got the next one. Um, Fudd Buckerson taking down Murphy's Law. Um, this one was not so close. 123, almost 124 to 91. Um, Corbin, big games from Herbert. Bijan finally had a, a Bijan game, getting uh, having a rushing touchdown. Um, and then Mike with Evans with 23 touches. points. And Debo with 13 got 23 from his kicker and his defense um, so good games from for a good good showing from Corbin there on the other side Lamar just kind of average numbers there um, you're looking at Stefan Diggs less than five points that's a killer um, and then I mean, everybody else was, was average you know and, and the Falcons was a good start against Arizona but Kyler just you know it. Woo. He looked good. He looked yeah, they good. just. I mean, the points is what did him in because they got two sacks and an interception. But yeah, yeah, it was a lot of points. But Aaron Jones only scoring seven point four didn't help you either. So, not good. Uh, Murph had faith in himself, um, but Taylor and I picked Corbin for that one. Um, all right, Murph, you get – oh, man. All right, Murph, you get the next one. Uh, the yeah, Strictator taking down dad chokes, 99-70. to 70. Yeah, we had to relive my eye pain. Now we get to relive yours and relives <coughs> the, the Strictator's glory. Yeah, Taylor really had a no-doubter here kind of with C.J. Stroud putting up 20 – I mean, even with bad games from Barkley and Terry McLaurin, both going under their, like, only halving their projections, 
Gus Edwards got into the end zone again. Mr. Consistency. Amari Cooper turned it on in the second half. I mean, twelve point or thirteen points almost for him. But then Trey McBride just being like tied in one all of a sudden. Yeah. Seventeen or that's a seven yeah, seventeen points. And then Pittman and, and Taylor's flex giving twelve. I mean, I think he outscored you in every slot except for bench. Def- My bench yeah. was much better than his. Yeah, defense yeah, and first uh, and running back one. Other than that, Anthony, you kind of got outscored. And Ridley still looking bad for you with only three points. Andrews shut down for five and a half. I mean. Madison only getting three point eight concussion questions there. I don't know. I mean, I, I knew mean, it would Minnesota, happen. Yeah, which is I why guess Minnesota, I did not pick myself. I guess Minnesota was just ahead, but then when your quarterback only gives you four points, Anthony, it's never going to work out. Lawrence had a really terrible day against San Francisco's defense. I don't think it would have mattered which quarterback I had. I still would have lost. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's. At least it was over early, so. Yeah, know. Taylor's Taylor's unsung heroes putting up a, a, a hundred points. It's getting it done. Yeah, let's be done with that. So I picked Taylor, <laughs> and y'all two, for some stupid reason, thought that I would win. So at least score me a point on that one. Uh, Taylor, you get the next one. Commissioner's pet taken down uh, out the ass, one thirty-three to one oh six. So this one pretty much went like we expected. We all knew Matt would win. Obviously, we chose Matt to win. But Drew actually put up kind of a fight. Drew put up 106 points, which is pretty good. Um, Made some good moves, but when you're RB1, but Derrick Henry gets two, it's it's brutal. But Jamal Williams, Monday night, that was pretty good, putting up 19. um, Kind of counted about St. Brown with 26. So we had some same, same shit. Um, Two different people. <laughs> so, twenty from Goff, almost twenty from. It's absolutely Jay not Williams. The same thing. <laughs> from Williams. It's the same thing. Uh, Twenty-six for St. Brown. So that's almost sixty between them. That gets them up pretty high. Um, but the rest of the team kind of struggled. And then Matt's team. You know, I would say they did what they do, but they really didn't. He got seven from his quarterback, five from Pollard. But then Walker did give a 19, and these freaking receivers. 69. Nice. Points. So, what is this one? CD he's, got Lamb, th- Allen. Right. he's got the number three and the number five receivers in the league for 34. That's, that's how you points. win. That's how you yeah. win. Not to it, mention, it, but it, he's he's got uh, Jalen Hurts just sitting on the bench because of his bye, and then Mostert, who was mm-hmm. on bye, who is the current – Number two running back. Is he still number two? He's still number two. That's wild. That's how you win. That's how you win. One bad game. But what's frustrating, well, I guess for us in general and him, but imagine if Pollard was actually being who he's supposed to be. He's number 23. Exactly. He's supposed to be a top five back. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, yes, Matt's team's good and fucking crushed it again. So, fuck off, Matt. Matt, we all picked Matt. Matt won. That was pretty simple. Uh, last one, our closest matchup of the week. Henson's carpet stains falling to repent offenders, 111 to 109. Um, Charlie had good games from Austin Eckler, of course. Tyler Lockett with 19 points. TJ Hawkinson bouncing back with almost 25 points. Um Charlie putting up 111 with Derek Carr only scoring 5.4 points. Man, that must be nice to have your quarterback do duty and you still come out with a win. Um, On the other side, Henson, five points from ETN. It was a rough day for Jacksonville all around. Um, Five points for Drake London, four points for Kyle Pitts. He's He's finally where we were, Taylor. He's off pits. <laughs> yes. It took longer than I thought it would. Um, so, very, very close matchup, though. Henson putting up 109. Um, almost got it done, but Charlie was able to hold on. Uh, Murph, you and I picked Charlie, 
and Taylor went with Henson on a wild card, that was not so wild. Yeah, it was close. It was close. Um, so let's look over some regular season standings. Sitting in first place all alone, 8-2 and two, is Commissioner's Pet. We got Hard R and Lil Dan at 2-3. and three, or in, Sorry, they're number 2 and number 3. They're both 7-3. and three. And then 4, 5, 6, 7 are all 5-5. Five and five. That is the Strictator, Repent Offenders, This Team Has Downs, and Murphy's Law. Um, at 8, 9, and 10... All at four and six, we have Chases on the case, Butt Buckerson, and Out the Ass. And then in 11th and 12th place, Henson's Carpet Stains and Dad Chokes, both at three and seven, bringing up the rear. And uh, that is going to bring us to our sponsor for this episode. Clumsy causes stains. Too many trades. That's just some of the words used to describe my opponent. Hi, my name is Anthony Maldonado, and I'm running for your league's trash commissioner. I know that being league trash commissioner is a dirty job, but there's nobody more equipped to handle the role than me. As someone who spends plenty of time on top, it's my turn to give back to this league, and I see no better way than becoming your league's trash commissioner. As your league's trash commissioner, I'll make sure to keep all the leagues stank with my team. Together with my deputy commissioner, Calvin Ridley, and staff accountant, T. Higgins, we make an amazing team worthy to be called the Kings of Trash. And what's even better, it also runs in the family, as my brother was your esteemed trash commissioner two years ago, and I look forward to following in his footsteps. But what about my opponent? Well, I do have to respect the team he has put together consisting of Drake London and the surprising performance of Cooper Cup, at least of late. We all know Cup won't perform that way forever. And he has Travis Etienne that will ultimately keep him out of the trash commissioner's office. Not to mention, he trades all the time, and who knows what his team will look like after this week's trade deadline. So when you're making that oh-so-important decision of who should be this year's trash commissioner, consider my team's performance all year, and what it'll mean at next year's draft. So vote Maldonado for this year's Trash Commissioner. Because my, ne- my team's trash, y'all can kiss my ash. I'm Anthony Maldonado, and I unfortunately approve this message. I really was into that ad until the, uh, until the last bit there. That, that was, you killed it with a dad joke, so I, uh, I have to decide if I'm appalled or if you just might have won me over with my, with my vote. That one hurt to write, but it needed to be written. Some say journaling's therapeutic, you know. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> let's roll into. But y'all want to know something on the bright side? Um, and Taylor, I'll get your feedback on the ad since you didn't have quite a chance to. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I I need I need the live. I need to be able to read it because I got too far from my headphones. It went in and out. Ah, well. You'll have to actually listen to the podcast for once. Um, so the one good thing is that last week I went five and one. <laughs> Huzzah! Optimism. Little victories. Uh, I am twenty nine and twenty five. Murph and Taylor both went three and three. It's two weeks in a row. I think both of y'all been three and three. Uh, Taylor twenty nine and twenty five. Look who's caught up. Uh huh. Huh. And Murph is 33 and 21, kind of running away with it. So, no, uh, I've been gaining on me. Well, all I got to do is pick against myself, and I at least get one. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, let's look at next week's matchups. Um, and I get the first one. So I have first pick, and there are actually I was looking at them earlier. There are quite a few good ones on here. And I think it would be hard to go against Repent Offenders and Murphy's Law. I get to go against one of my co-hosts versus one of my brothers. Um, Your co-brother. My co- <laughs> He's, yeah, he'd, he'd be so lucky. 
Uh, all right. Break this one down. Geno Smith versus Lamar Jackson. Devin Singletary, Austin Eckler against Aaron Jones and Jerome Ford. Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore going against Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams. TJ Hawkinson against Jake Ferguson. Tyler Boyd against Tank Dell. Uh, and then Amendola and the Steelers D against McPherson and the Dolphins D. Um, Charlie has Godwin on his bench currently and Gabe Davis on his bench for Tyler Boyd. That's interesting. I mean, without Higgins, I guess it makes sense. And uh, you got James Cook sitting on the bench. Keaton Mitchell sitting on the bench. You don't fumble on my squad and get your starting job. <laughs> Rashi Rice on the bench. Cortland Sutton on the bench. Didn't Sutton catch him? No, he didn't catch that touchdown. Yeah, he did. Oh, oh he they caught did, it. Did they call that a touchdown? They called it. They called it good. Oh. Yeah, See, he dragged. Wasn't he really watching. Toe drag swag, man. He. It was. It was. Yeah, because uh, the stat that's been going around, it, the whatever analytics, the the chip in the ball, they yeah. gave it a three point two percent chance of being completed that pass. Holy cow! It's the lowest. It's the lowest pass that was ever. It's been completed. Uh, for like, I don't know if it was just this year. It's like been a good, good while, but it was, it was a bit. It was I, I, I sort of caught that, but yeah, that was a, a hell of a catch. Um, all right, so this one, so, uh, what do you guys got on this one? I know, Mur- I know where Murph's gonna go. I... Yeah, I, I am. I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself. My team just is not. We don't, we don't need the details on that. Yeah. It's not uh, I don't know. I feel like my team has a high floor, and it's still not reaching that floor. I don't know what is going on. It's driving me crazy because I don't want to make any moves, but I, I don't know. But I'm still going me over Charlie mostly because I need it, and I would. I don't like the juju of picking against me. Taylor? Well, if you won't do it, I will. Um, I'm... It's close. It's I can toss it back and forth, but I think I'm gonna go with Charlie. Lamar hadn't been Lamar, but he's he's still better than Geno. But I mean, with how Singletary's been playing, and you've got Eckler, I think the advantage is there. Murph's got Diggs, but I mean Adams hadn't done. How did Adams? Murph do this has week? Diggs against the Jets, and the Ooh, Jets yes. have been pretty, pretty good. good. And the Bills are falling apart. It. And the Bills are falling apart. Now, Devontae Adams do... does get Miami, but I just don't know what to think of that right now. Right. I mean, Miami's then... got Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, I think. True. Tyler Hawkinson's got his... Rams. Yeah, Hawkinson's got his new quarterback, and that paid off huge this week. Yeah, so, that was I mean, I, I just... I I think Charlie's... Yeah, Charlie's even with Jonathan Taylor on a bye, I, I have to give it to Charlie on this one. Okay. Sorry, so the last time, so Diggs played the Jets week one, scored 21 points. I mean, yeah, I don't think it changes much for me though. All right, I'm going. I'm, I, I don't. I don't want you bastards to get a point. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, use that fire. Use it. You get to pick the next matchup, Murph. What is it gonna oh. be? All right. Right, right, right. Don't so all of these no, projections are so close. Most of them are, are pretty close. I mean, I even know. with that that last one, I'll give you a little more time here, Murph. That last one, Charlie was projected nah. to lose by one point to Murph, but the average points, Charlie's scoring four more points on average, a little less than that. So, I mean, that's that's a close matchup. Yeah. I love that little update. Right? I think, yeah, it is nice. I think I'm going the two most statuesque members, the mu- most mus- muscular members versus each other. Oh, me and Matt? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. No, let's go this team has downs versus hard R. Oh, fine. The swole off. That's, I mean, I guess. Um, all right, start quarterback. Tua Tagovailoa against Sam Howell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Josh Gibbs. Josh Gibbs. 
Jameer. Jameer Gibbs. Say, I'm, see, uh-huh. I'm doing it. Uh-huh. Same thing, right? No, You're thinking not. Josh Cribbs? No, Josh Cribbs. <laughs> Damn, that's not who I should be thinking of. Jameer Gibbs and Najee Harris against Deonta Foreman and Brian Robinson. He, yeah. Is he bitching oh, yeah. Moss? Moss oh, is on a bye, and Kamara's on bye, too. Oof, rough. Uh, but then you got Marquise Brown and Zay Flowers against Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins. Sam Laporta against Kelsey. And then Jerry Judy against Reed in the flex. And Matthew Prater and the Chargers D against Justin Tucker and the Ravens D. Yeah, I I think this one's pretty easy. I don't like that Tua is Josh's quarterback, but I think the receivers are such an advantage for Cody here, which is weird to say. But I mean, he'll don't get the name of Hopkins. He scored thirty-two points against Atlanta. Other than that, still, I think yeah. I think his floor, and he's probably I don't know. I just think Tyreek Hill is better than Brown and is cut out is going to outscore Brown and Flowers. Maybe his and then Hopkins floor I, is two points. Like <laughs> that's well, that's that, his but floor. I, but I, well, then those two points are gravy if Hill outscores both of. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, so but I think I think the way Gibbs has been playing lately in his running back or and he's against Chicago. Uh, I think Gibbs could out for or could outscore both of Cody's think, running backs. I think Detroit is going to wax Chicago, and I think they are going to put bubble wrap on Gibbs in the second half. Um, elephant in the room: Jefferson might play this week. Oh, that's right. And yeah, they're projected at fifteen points. So swap mm-hmm. out Flowers. I got you. I'm still going Cody here. Swap out flowers. Swap out Judy. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Swap out Judy. Drop flowers. But Jefferson. I, I agree. Yeah. Because actually, I saw I was pull, I pulled up Judy earlier. And I was like, okay, that definitely just that was pushing me the other way. But if he gets Jefferson, well, at the risk of that actually happening, I think I'm going Cody too. Brian Robinson has been really good of late, scoring 24, 11, 8, 8, 12. I mean, he's been pretty decent he's what they don't they don't give gibson no the way. ball when they're when they're up are you brian are you no Robinson way in the number four is the number four running back of the year tire running back rankings have been blowing my mind that's yeah you takes like three big weeks and then you'll be in the top five and you yeah. can do and he's going up the against rest. the giants so yeah i think cody has that with tyreek and kelsey because you know the chiefs are going to come off their bye wanting to just be like, hey, we're the Chiefs again. Um, and somehow they'll hand it off to Kelsey and he'll get 15 touchdowns running the ball and Mahomes will get none. So that's how that game's going to go. But I think I think Cody's got this one. Well, I think you're both wrong. Ooh, yes. spicy. I, I won't even call it a wild card because I don't think it warrants that. Um, I mean, he's got the Josh has the quarterback advantage. Jameer Gibbs is fire. Uh, four men are in his RB spot for Cody. Uh, Khalil Herbert should be back this week. So he's going to be a two. So let's take five points off that. He's got Hill. Cody's got Hill granted. But I think Jefferson's got the chance to play. He's an immediate I mean, week changer. Laporta's no tight end to laugh at. He's not a Kelsey, but he's up there. So I am going against you guys. Let's go, I Josh. don't mind your argument, but uh, Tua being the quarterback 10, I don't, going up against Vegas, I don't think has the advantage of Sam Howell going up against the Giants being quarterback 3 on the season. This he? There's no fucking way. Quarterback, quarterback three. 3 on the season, number 4 overall player on the year. Jesus. How about that, huh? This, fantasy football. This league. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's <laughs> Fantasy wild. football, bitches. Taylor, you get the next matchup. Who's it going to be? Oh, hell, who do I have left? Oh, there's only been two teams picked. You have four matchups to choose from. 
not including yourself, so three. I'm obviously paying attention. Um, <laughs> Chase versus two. Dan. Henson versus no. Corbin. I mean, clearly, Me Anthony's Matt. on this hot streak. We've got to go Anthony because he's going to try his damnest <laughs> this week to turn it around against Sweet. Matt at the number one seat. All right, this will be really quick. Mahomes against Hertz, <laughs> McCaffrey and Madison versus Pollard and Walker, Addison Ridley against Lamb and Allen, Andrews versus Kincaid, Quentin Johnston versus James Conner, Dicker and the Cowboys D against Carlson and the Bills, and uh, the pick is Matt. Everybody goes Matt, and we move on to the next one because why the fuck would you go with it? I mean. Honestly, it's not even, yeah. even going to be Madison. It's not going to be Madison. He's going to be out because of a concussion. I am going to be putting in Rico Dowdle against Carolina. I That is what I will play over Charbonnet. I'm not playing Charbonnet. And yeah, I'm playing you, Johnston over Watson. My team is hot garbage. <laughs> I would appreciate all of your votes for Trash Commissioner. Yeah, wow. This is bleak. <laughs> like, is yeah, it too much? Yeah, I don't know if you much? really want us to is, debate our, it or not. Is it, is it, no, I don't, right. I, no, I don't need you to. Is it too much if I already put in the outline for next week that Matt defeats me and we just put the score in later? Because that's how much confidence I currently have. Hey, you're projected 101. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> projected 101. <laughs> you projected that last week, but... Okay. All right, we're done. We're moving on. I get the next yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly Matt, yes. Yes. Stupid game. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, well, yeah, let's go with Chase versus Dan. I like that. Um, let's break this one down. So we got Josh Allen against Dak Prescott, which you would think advantage Allen, but maybe not of late. Yeah. Um, Joe Mixon and David Montgomery against DeAndre Swift and Brees Hall. Jamar Chase and Puka Nakua against Brandon Ayuk and A.J. Brown. Luke Musgrave against Kittle. Christian Kirk against Garrett Wilson. And Tyler Bass and the Lions D against Patterson and the Niners D. Uh, looks like Henson's guy, or Chase, sorry, has... Really no one of note on the bench. And Dan has got a bunch his, of tight ends. He's got a shit ton of tight ends <laughs> he can sub in. Um, feeling Commit. You feeling Schultz. You feeling Murray. Oh, no, wait, Murray's a running back. Sorry. We're not putting in different running backs. Yeah, Dan, if you're listening, tread, trade deadline is this week. So if that's what you're doing. You also, Kittle is not worth McCaffrey, Dan. <laughs> um. And, but A-Chan could potentially come back this week, um, or at least uh, last I heard he might, but he was limited on Wednesday, so he could make a return. That could make it interesting. I mean, I was already going to go Dan anyway, but, I mean, it could make it interesting. This is a hard yeah, one. Yeah, I think Dan has the advantage, and you could argue he has the advantage in wide receiver too, but... I think Dan has the advantage just about everywhere. I think he has the advantage of wide receiver. A.J. Brown has been amazing. He's number two yeah. wide receiver. And Ayuk is Ravens number, number one cornerback is down. So Jamar Chase is, could have a field day. Yeah, that's true. And and there's no T. Higgins. Um, but I just don't I don't trust I don't trust Puka. Yeah. I'm but going is coming back? Do what? I'm is rooting for Chase, but I'm going. But oh, I'm picking Dan know. to win. Um. Yeah, I, I think I think it's Dan. I don't like Allen against Buffalo. Dak is gonna tear Carolina a new one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they should unless they try to get Pollard going, but I don't see why. They've been throwing so much and they've been throwing around the goal line, which is crazy. Yeah, Ayuk and Kittle get Tampa Bay for Dan. Yeah. I want to force myself to say Chase because I feel like it's close, but yeah, I I can't do it. There. What's your I friendship? Can't. That, like I I, I do want to go against y'all and catch up, but uh, 
I, I gotta go damn too. I think he's good. Yeah, I feel like we're, but feel hey, like Josh we're doing Allen. awful chalky. Number yeah, one Josh Allen doesn't realize it either. But I am glad that you saved the next matchup for me, Anthony. Yeah. Let's go uh, Henson's Carpet Stains versus Foot Buckerson. Um, you cannot take that one. Because then that would leave Taylor to pick himself. The hell yeah. with it. Yeah, All right, fine. Good. Let's bend the rules. I don't care. Henson's Carpet Stains versus Fudd Buckerson. Quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm not being put it. In, I'm not being not allowed to take my pick since Taylor can't pick his own damn team. Why do we make that rule? I don't. I don't know. Oh, so you're not breaking down your own matchup? That's right. That's essentially why. Yes. Yeah. But whatever. Um, we don't break these down anymore, though. Yeah. Well, not. Not in this, but for the recap, like next week when we go over it. Ah, uh, yes. But I guess we all talk about it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, right. Okay, so Joe Burrow against Justin Herbert. Travis Etienne and Rashad White against Gibson and Jacobs. We've got Cooper Cup and Devonta Smith against Deont- uh, Deontay Johnson and Mike Evans. A lot of questionable tags on there. Logan Thomas against Ingram. Jalen Warren against Debo Samuel. And then Jake Moody and the Browns versus Hopkins and the Jets. Um, Henson does have Murray on the bench. Don't know why he'd start him, though. And we got Nico, who might play for Corbin. But I don't know where he'd put him in at. Maybe for Deontay against Cleveland. Hmm. Yeah. I'll I'm, I'll jump in. I'm I'm gonna go. I don't like going projections because they're a joke. But I think Henson's Henson's got it. Josh Jacobs still is such a powerful name, but Etienne and White and White's been hot as shit lately. Was that four straight double digits? Um, Cooper Cup and Devonta. I think he's got the advantage on the receivers. I think he's got the advantage on the running backs. Um. Flexes, not as much, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going Henson. Yeah, <clears throat> I I want to pick Corbin, but actually, and I really think Corbin has the advantage outside of running back. And I don't, and I think his advantage, like, I don't like, you know, Devonta against KC, I mean, Cup against Seattle, Seattle's got some really good cornerbacks, and Joe Burrow against Baltimore is not great. Herbert's playing Green Bay for Corbin, and then Deonta Johnson, or he gets Cleveland. Ugh, I don't like that, nor can he pick it. Mike Evans against San Francisco, yeah, I can't. I can't. Both of his receivers were, I think, his, his advantage are playing tough defenses. But, yeah, I can't. Henson. I can do it. <clears throat> I feel like it might be close enough. I, um, I wish it was. Wild but card, bitches. San Francisco and Cleveland for freaking. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go wild card on this one. You know, Gibson's actually been getting some work here of late. Got the touchdown last week. Josh Jacobs is starting to, you know, look like himself a little bit, playing playing pretty well. Um, I like Evans. Hopefully, Baker can throw on San Fran, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I just feel like maybe he'll get lucky, you know? He's got the mojo. I mean, honestly, I, if he plays, I'd feel better about Corbin if he played Ty Chandler over Gibson. If Madison is out, that's probably the better play. I even if Madison's not, which is crazy. Stretch though. You know what? I'm changing my pick. I'm going Corbin as well. Nope. I'm sorry. I already typed it in the thing. It's done. <laughs> I don't I'm care. Card, we haven't even we haven't even moved on to the we haven't even moved on to the next thing. Damn it, Murph. I'm sorry. I'm going my gut here. All right, Taylor, pick yourself. Hey, let's pick this one matchup. Yeah, we've got good. Strictator versus out the. Good ass. job, Strictator. <laughs> Quarterbacks, break it down. C.J. Stroud against Josh Dobbs. 
Yep, I guess that's his only quarterback right now, okay. Um, Saquon Barkley and Gus Edwards against uh, Jay Will- Javante Williams. Williams and Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Terry McLaurin against Amon Ra and Adam Thielen. Uh, Trey McBride against Njoku. Amari Cooper against Metcalf. And then Bucker and the Commander's D against Aubrey and the Jaguars D. He's got dope. Drew has Derrick Henry sitting on the bench. How about that? He's been hot except for last game. I mean, 18, 14, 18. Jacksonville? I don't think he'll leave that. Yeah, I'd play him over Metcalf, I think. Yeah. And I'd play Metcalf over Thielen against Dallas. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would do that because I don't know. I'd play Brown Metcalf, and then I'd play Henry in my flex. That's tough. He's probably going to go hey, back and forth until yeah. the rest of the week. Um, but well, I'm I'm gonna. Oh, I'm sorry. He is playing you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, um, buddy. I do. Like, that's what I, I do. do. Like the way Dobbs is playing at quarterback, but Stroud against Arizona, I feel like could be really good. Honestly, I think they might wash each other out. Um, running backs, I mean, Javante's been on fire. Barkley, the Giants are so bad. They're so bad. bad. So bad. Barkley cannot get anything going. Edwards will get at least six because he falls in the end zone every day, every week. <laughs> um, wow, I was going to sit here and go Taylor, but now I don't know if I am. It's It's kind of hard. He's got St. Brown sitting there, too, to wash Waddle. St. St. Brown. I'm going Drew. Like, I love sorry, McBride, Tim. but I don't know if that's enough. I love me some McBride, too. I, have you seen the Fox commercial with uh, Greg Olson and all the other announcers when they get their jackets, Taylor? Because, uh... Shoot, I forget the other in-booth guy with Greg Olson, but I, I don't know if his name's Taylor or what, but his nickname is Lil Baby Tay-Tay. And oh. I want you to change your name to Lil Baby Tay-Tay. <laughs> okay. I'll consider it. That's a hard no. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, I, I was going to go with Taylor, but, oh, man, I don't know. Yep, Taylor, I'll go with you. That way, if you lose, whatever. Damn it, because if you pick me... Yep. No, it's still okay. Um, I'm gonna pick me. And oddly, some of my deciding factors is gonna be the defense. I got the commanders against that shit Giants offense. I think that would be big. And then McBride against Houston, who's, who's poor on the tight end. So it's it's oddly tight end and defense. And then Stroud the could have sets. another. And yeah, so that in three is, is Stroud playing like he is. Dobbs, he can rush. He's actually really good, but Stroud's been playing hot. Edwards so. against um, Cincy, that's not a terrible matchup. Yeah, but Edwards, he's not rushing as much with fucking Murph's hot, hot little rookie coming in. Yeah, But I'm, seven touchdowns in four weeks is pretty cool. McLaurin against yeah. the Giants. That's great. Yeah. McLaurin hasn't been great. Well, but so. he's going up against the Giants. True. Um, all right. So that's all of our matchups. So let's move into waivers pickups of the week. Taylor? All right. Yeah. Y'all were a bunch of assholes because there was not a lot of boring ones. So I had to write a ton of stuff because there were some good picks. There were like God bad damn picks. y'all for being so active. And engaged yes. in our fantasy did, league. Really, I had to do a podcast a work. for every week. <laughs> Damn you! So, this is like two paragraphs, guys. Come on, um, big spenders first. Um, our biggest spender, Josh, paid twelve bucks for Brock P to fill that to a to a bye week. Um, hmm, second big that. spender, and yeah. you said should or shouldn't? Should have. Yeah. Ah. I, uh, I paid $10 for Chiefs defense, and I'm a dumbass, but we'll cover that in a little bit. Murph paid $9 for Mitchell, the Ravens' new running back. 
Um, he was a hot item. Chase bid nine. Anthony five. Corbin tried to get lucky at zero, and Anthony paid eight dollars for Trevor Lawrence. More on that later. Um, winners. So some of the big spinners actually got some payoff this week. Um, Brock Purdy was actually a pretty good pickup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Twenty-four points for Josh <laughs> on a bye week. So well done there, Josh. Um, Murph his pickup. Mitchell got thirteen. So that's two good yep. weeks. He was on the bench. Yep, he's on the bench, but he's he's looking good going forward. Anthony got Douglas, um, twelve points. So that definitely helped. Well, it didn't help him win, but it was a good pickup. Um, went tit for tat for Pittman. Uh, Josh got eighteen points out of a kicker. Anthony's favorite. Good job, Josh. And luck. he got a pure luck. Yep. Ain't no and two for two. Josh swapped his defense, got nine points out of the Raiders, but more importantly, dropped the Chargers at negative four. So what is that? Thirteen point gain on his defense. So well done, Josh. Didn't help because of aforementioned issues. Sorry about that. Corbin, the fourteen points from Antonio Gibson, who we talked about earlier. Um, Kind of surprised me. He's actually been doing good lately. Yeah. Or feels otherwise, but that was a good pickup. Um, losers, myself, I'm an idiot. I paid $10 for a bye week defense to replace my bye week defense. Yeah, and then you didn't drop them. I'm very curious. No, I didn't drop them because they're like the number six defense, so I'm happy to have them. But you're not playing them. I have two week. defenses and two kickers on my team at the moment. Because That's I don't disgusting. Know. It is. It's stupid. I need to get rid of the other kicker. But, yes, I, I fucked up, so I'll take the get first loser tight spot. End. Talk shit, bro. The number two loser spot is Mr. Anthony himself. Um, helped me recover from my other stupid pick. He picked Trevor Lawrence for his quarterback, who got four points against San Fran. They got stomped. He got no touchdowns and three turnovers. So, big part of my win. Anthony, oh, shut damn. up about my stupidity. Um Three people were going for Jahan Dotson. Chase won. Loser of everyone. He paid $6 to get Dotson. Put him in his lineup. He got zero points. So that fucking sucks. Um, it's funny as I typed this separately. So I typed, well, fuck, I'm on here again. Um, I didn't realize I did this. I had four men on my team. I dumped him to grab a second kicker. Because I don't know what I did last week. Um, that kicker got three points. Foreman got... Yeah, you picked up the Chiefs was... kicker. You were like all in on Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, Foreman got 16 points. So that was that was stupid. Um, Trace grabbed uh, J. Smith, Jahan. I don't care, John. Fuck, it's a J. Um, he got Ooh. 19 points last week. The tight end for... Atlanta. Oh, John. Um, that guy. See, that's not a real name. Got 19 points <laughs> last week. <laughs> you can say it's not a real name. <laughs> he crashed back down to earth, got point six. So good old tight ends. You can't predict them other than like the top three. Um, Dan grabbed Smooth. I type Schister. That actually kind of applies. Um, Smith Schister. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, he didn't know he was still a player. He got under two points. He dropped more from Cleveland, got 13 points, poor decision. And this one, oh, yeah, not a common loser. So Matt, in the loser bracket, grabbed a uh, quarterback with uh, Levi. Levi Levin, what's his name? Le- yeah, Will Levis. Correct, yes, Levis. Good Levis boy. got seven points. Didn't matter because he got 133 points with his quarterback getting seven points. Fuck off, Matt, but still poor choice. And then I made a separate note because mentally when he did it, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Drew dropped Najoku for Hunter Henry. Najoku's like higher overall. He's had almost three straight double-digit weeks. Henry got 11 points last week, and he swapped him. And Majoku still got higher points. I don't know. That was just weird to me, Drew. Not a loser because it wasn't that drastic, but it, it confused me. And that is all. Drew's trying to, to find any magic he can. I he is that. overhauling. I think he made four moves this week. So Yeah, well, we'll see. eventually you just come to the point where you're like, well, I'll get my team is what it is. I um, think we said the same thing last year with him as well. With him? Well, I'm saying yeah, it with me. Yeah, we just started. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's roll into our best ball breakdown with Mr. Brandon Murphy. Awesome. Thank you, Anthony. 
So, this week in the Best Ball League, the top scorers were Chase with 160, Josh with 143, and myself finally making some noise with 139. That takes the yearly leaders to Taylor with 1,280, Chase with 1,247, and me sneaking up, 1,205. The uh, matchups for this week are... Chase versus Charlie, or last week, Chase versus Charlie, Masturbators win the shootout over Chuck Nasty, 160-130 to 130 by averaging 20 points per player and taking down Dak and CD Show for Charlie. Josh versus Henson, Team Walsh boat race the Mud Butts, 143-115, to 115, led by three tutties from Sam Howell. All but Garrett Wilson got in the end zone for Josh's squad, while Henson only had Gibbs score in the 20s. Me versus Anthony, Murphy's Law bested best balls or meatballs, 138-95 to by outscoring Anthony with every starter except CMC, who was outscored by Jalen Warren by .8 points. Matt versus Cody, Cody rocked, or Matt rocked Cody 130-81, to thanks to 35-plus point efforts from Herbert and Keenan Allen, while Cody only had his quarterback, Wilson, scoring in the 20s. Britt versus Corbin. Refreshing Depression had a treatment for good lice, beating the Critters 108-88. to Corbin got sub-20 outings from all starters, including zero from his tight end. Britt, starter, Britt started two tight ends in Kittle and Kincaid and got 30 points for his trouble. Drew versus Taylor, the lowest scoring matchup of the week. Damn, Taylor, what happened? Was also the closest with best balls out the ass taking down the pull-out champ 85-80 to despite four points from Drew's quarterback, Lawrence. And then the standings update. Let's see. I should have this ready. Can I pause while you're looking? No, go for it. Didn't I see Britt drop a player in best ball? Yeah, so I looked at that as soon as it happened. So the rules in... Uh, sleeper at least like they say specifically that you can't make waiver or free agent moves but it doesn't stop you from dropping it so I kind of hope he's listening (laughs) I feel like he dropped a player thinking he could be sneaky and like add another player off waivers and then realize oh shit I can't make any more moves so now I'm just down a player that's so, what I was, I was like, he actually gets points. What is he doing? Yeah, he he dropped. Yeah. I, I don't understand it, but yeah, he dropped. Uh, he dropped a running back. From I, you can't trade. You can't. You can't trade. You can't make moves. You can't add anybody. I guess it doesn't prevent you from dropping. Yeah. So you can drop you can make players. Stupid moves, but you, but can't, you can't replace them. Good. So I mean, good job, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So back to the standings in best ball, Taylor. Still leading the way, but Drew's giving him some company. Both of them are eight and two. Fup Buckerson and Matt are both seven and three. Myself, Josh, and Charlie are all five and five. And then Chase, Anthony, Henson, and no, Chase and Anthony are both four and six. Henson and Britt are both three and seven. And then Cody bringing up the rear, playing Caboose at one and nine. And that's this week's best ball breakdown. breakdown. All right, sorry, just felt like I had something. Okay, nah, you got it. That was uh, that was it. It's good, good episode. Thank you all for for joining. Um, what else y'all got? Y'all got anything fun going on this week? You got friends giving out the wazoo. This is what happens when you don't have kids or have <laughs> friends. You shouldn't have either. You'll be fine. <laughs> Kidding me? I don't want to be alone with myself. Isn't that funny though, Taylor? Once you have, once you have kids, like I don't have very many friendsgivings, mostly because I don't have friends. But I'm trying to play one, and it's a struggle. It's like I ain't got time to clean. I don't want to one do of that. my friendsgivings. Yeah. They have children. Oh well, good. For Me them. and Corbin both have it. I don't know if we're going this year, but how many friendsgivings do you have? Uh, well, I've already done one at Corbin's ladies, and then. Uh, I've got one this weekend. I've actually got two this weekend. I had to decide which one to go to. And then uh, we've got another one, I think, the week after that. It's too many friends. 
And they so had that, one tonight after soccer so at cool, this barbecue bro. place. Just, just but stop being so I didn't count that since nobody cooked. But fair. Well, everybody, get ready for next week. Uh, we'll spend twenty to thirty minutes just talking about Thanksgiving food. Oh um, yeah, that'll be the week of Thanksgiving. Man, this year's flying by, isn't it? Cranberry sauce. It really is. No, no, no cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah. cranberry sauce, baby. Everybody, uh, but let's we'll get cooking tips from Taylor. Um, how to smoke or fry or however he's going to fuck the bird. I don't know. Whatever he's going to do with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I want to fuck the bird. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, all about that. Uh, you got to let it marinate, you know. Anyway, let's end this before <laughs> this goes any further. Thank you all Very for good. listening. Thank you to Taylor. Thank you to Murph. I'm Anthony. Uh, and as always, we'll see you next week. Thank you for logging on.